Hi, I'm Eve. And I'm Eva. And you're listening to What's in Your Cup. This is a platform to invite others into our coffee, margaritas, iced dirty chai without milk dates. To discuss important, beautiful, and difficult things, all within the context of our friendship. So pull up a chair. And join us for today's episode. Hi, guys. Um, I'm Eva. I'm Eve. And this is What's in Your Cup. What's in your cup, Eve? One single drop of Fresca. Is, <laughs> Excellent. We're off to a really good start. <laughs> what are you drinking? I'm, I'm drinking some green tea. Um, oh. When we started, it was hot, and mm-hmm. now it's about room temperature. So mm-hmm. okay. we are well, also it's off. It's a cute a mug, so we're winning. Thank some. you. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I love it. So... We thought that we would start off by giving a little bit of an introduction about ourselves. Um, My name is Eva. Like I said, I am 23 years old. I am Catholic. I live in Florida. And I am currently training to become a family care manager um, contracted out to the state of Florida. Cool. I hate that. Heavy. Stuff. Like yeah. Sold your soul to the state of Florida. Basically, I have. That's terrible. <laughs> of all the states, Florida's Shut not up. the one I want to own my soul. Oh, it's oh. so swampy. It's yeah. so swampy. <laughs> That's the least of my concerns. Are you kidding me? A guy ate soap and then like ate a man's face. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we don't talk about <clears throat> sorry. Florida man. <laughs> <laughs> Clear throat. Whispers. Florida man. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Anyway, so yeah, anyways, um, I studied psychology with minors in philosophy and theology at Benedictine College. Um, and that is where I met Eve. Yeah, we met at Benedictine. I was studying theology. Well, I think actually at the time <laughs> I was studying special education. Yeah. That lasted a whopping three weeks. Um, so I just graduated. <laughs> wild success. Um, I just graduated in May with uh, degrees in theology, evangelization, and catechetics, and a minor in education. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am now <clears throat> 23 and deeply confused. No. Aren't we there's, all? There's more going for me <laughs> than that. Those aren't wrong, but there's more going for me. Um, so I live back at home in Dallas now. Um, I nanny during the day, like day in and day out. And I've also, Mm -hmm. um, had some really cool opportunities to speak around the North Texas area, um, and we'll be speaking in Kansas. So just watching that go, um, where it pleases. Kansas, Kansas, baby. Kansas city will always have my heart. Always. Hopefully I will get to move back home soon. (laughs) Lord willing. (laughs) Lord willing, and the creek don't rise, right? Anyway, (laughs) so we love our coffee dates. We love Mm -hmm. our margaritas Mm -hmm. at Fuzzies. Mm -hmm. Um, We love our iced dirty chais with oat milk. There it is. (laughs) I've never had it, so I need to. It's so good. (laughs) But we always used our coffee dates as an opportunity to discuss (laughs) important, beautiful and difficult things. Um, Mm -hmm. And so we kind of wanted to invite other people. We wanted to use this podcast as a platform to invite others into our coffee dates. 
um, mm-hmm. to discuss all those things within the context of our friendship. So we're yeah. sitting down today, um, and we already said what's in our cup. So mm-hmm. what's in your cup? Um, and today's topic <laughs> is friendship. Friendship. Let's go. Yeah. I like can't Ooh. think of a better place to start. Well, I suppose we can be really honest right here, right now. Um, oh, that this is our second recording. We mm-hmm. recorded an episode and it was like over an hour long, which was simply yeah. not our goal. Um, not at all. And it was exhausting and it just wasn't good. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're here and we kind of scrapped that idea. Um, and maybe yeah. we will revisit that topic another day. Um, mm-hmm. But friendship actually felt like a really natural place to start because it is like, well, I guess the podcast is a fruit of our friendship. Yeah, it was also asked for by our sweet friends. Uh, I was going to yeah. say listeners, but they haven't listened to anything yet. <laughs> we can't call them that yet. We can't call them a listener. As of now that we can. Thank you, listeners of four whole minutes. We love you. What? Wow. Wow. Anyways. Living large. Yeah. Friendship. Yeah. So yeah. happy to be here. So, me too. So, um, when I... Eva kind of sent out this tweet um, asking for ideas for topics and stuff um, from a lot of the wonderful women that I have interacted with on Twitter and Mm -hmm. um, a couple of topics within friendship that people were hoping to discuss was insecurity about friendship. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I thought that we could kind of start from there because I personally have experienced a lot of that. I remember at one point I snapchatted a lot of my friends which eve doesn't have snapchat so i don't i'm so irrelevant <laughs> irrelevant i talk about this every day i work with teens uh, on sunday nights and they just oh man oh, man yeah mm-hmm. um but i sent out a snapchat and i was like you know what i think i have imposter syndrome oh, except damn. about friendship oh no eva <laughs> yeah because <laughs> i remember you and i had this very um like pivotal moment in our friendship, which maybe it wasn't pivotal for you, but for me, (laughs) (laughs) where I was like, I was like, wait, um, does Eve feel the same way about me that I feel about her in our friendship? Like, cause Eve was one of my best friends. And then at one point she called me one of her best friends and it was like, (gasps) what? It's like when I say I love you and they say love oh my god, I love you too. Like they respond, you know? Because like there's like the varying I love you. It's like I love you. And you can say I love you too. Or you can give Mm -hmm. like a love you. Love ya. Right. Oh yeah. I love ya. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that like I love you. I love you too. Mm -hmm. Right. This is like the affirming um, Exactly. There's like a friendship language in in there somewhere. (laughs) I don't know. I'm making a connection. Yeah, I see it. I see it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I said, I love you. And Eve said, I love you, too. And it was just it was pivotal for me. And from there. (laughs) Um, So when Eve and I were kind of discussing where we wanted this um, topic to go as broad as it is, as easy as it is, we discussed um, the suspicious friend. Yeah. Yeah. So I took a spiritual theology class um, somewhere in my undergrad career and we read spiritual friendship and I could not tell you who it's by right now but in it he talks about reasons to not 
like have a friend or to like Mm -hmm. reasons to not be friends with someone. And in this list, he said the suspicious friend. And I'm like, right. And he's talking about this idea um, of like, the friend who's always like, oh, does he really like me? Or is mm-hmm. he using me for some alternative moment? Right? Suspicious in mm-hmm. some way. Excuse me. And the reason that that person cannot be called friend and that you should not enter into friendship with them is because it lacks a mutuality, which is a really interesting mm-hmm. word in my mind when thinking about friendships, right? Um mm-hmm. But he goes on to talk about this idea of mutuality and friendship of, um, yes, there's like a charity involved mm-hmm. of like loving neighbor as you love self, but also like an enjoying of the other person and both have to be present. And if both are not present for both people, then it is not mutual. And so really it's just like either a giving and one person is taking, yeah. right? But mm-hmm. in a healthy friendship and a true friendship and a spiritual friendship, there's a giving mm-hmm. and a taking from both people. Um, yeah. So it was really interesting to reflect, I guess, Eva, on like what that looks like in our friendship. And is there, well, I guess now my question is, is there a place at all for any insecurities, right? Because we're not perfect. Right. Um, yeah. What are you thinking? Now, tell me more about what you mean. Is there a place for insecurities? Are you talking about our friendship? Well, I'm just talking about like in friendships in general, right? Because I think, well, I think everybody has those days and friendships and faith, right? Mm -hmm. Where you wake up and you're like, is this real? Right. And within our faith, like we are allowed to have these days of doubt. Um, It says nowhere in our creed, like, and we never questioned anything. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, No, no. Like you're allowed to, but you like, you show up and you do the things anyways. Um, So when we look at a friendship, like, is there no place to have those doubts, those questions? right Mm -hmm. or is it that we do something else with them um I guess is what I'm speaking into right now absolutely I think that once um you and I had had that like affirming conversation I don't know exactly when it happened Mm -hmm. but for me it like soothed my soul and it quieted all those nagging um like imposter syndrome thoughts that were like Mm -hmm. Well, Eve is only visiting you in Kansas City because she has nobody else to go to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and my, I think it allowed my attitude towards you um, to be more, um, like, to be more receptive, right? Mm-hmm. And more trusting. And so when doubts did come up, um, either I was more capable of soothing them because I knew that they were not true. Mm-hmm. Or if it was something between us, like after after we recorded the podcast, we things were a little tense, you know? Oh, they were very tense. But I think it's a testimony to our friendship that we were able to talk about it mm-hmm. um, and also take the time that we needed in order to like be mature, right? Mm-hmm. And how we moved forward. So I think that had I continued to be insecure about your about the mutuality of the friendship Mm -hmm. it would have been so much easier for me to be like nah screw this like i'm out but because yeah but because um i was confident in it i knew that we were gonna overcome whatever yeah (laughs) whatever that podcast episode (laughs) was the podcast sounds like we're entering a marriage like (laughs) Sickness and then health and good times and then bad. What's in your cup? Yeah. Um, what's in your cup? Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so I guess, well, and I guess when we say mutuality, right, I think we can think of a mutual calling on and a mutual calling higher um, in this too, right, of where there is doubt, right, like I'm able to speak confidence in to like Mm -hmm. your heart and into your life and into our friendship and these places that you are doubtful like I am able to like remind you of the truth of this friendship and like who like you are to me which is um this -hmm. funny thing now I think in my brain of um like we don't get our identities from anyone but the Lord so that takes a lot of pressure off to begin with oh Um, yeah (laughs) right but actually I'm able to speak and not even just like within our within like questioning our friendship, but other things that you like are doubting or wondering or mm-hmm. feeling suspicious of, right? Um, like a good friend speaks truth and reminds mm-hmm. you of truth when you need it. Yeah. Because when I need it in a different place, actually like you will be there to speak it into me, right? And that is like a mutuality yeah. in and of itself of like when I am weak, like you will be strong because when you mm-hmm. are weak, like I will be strong. Um, this is really beautiful. I'm going to cry. Don't. <laughs> we we have to keep going. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but, I think there's, I mean, there's even a mutuality. It's funny to say, like, a mutuality within yeah. the doubt, right? And a calling on mm-hmm. to mutuality through doubt. Um, absolutely. Which and I can think, be beautiful, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. I think that it can also be um, very vulnerable to mm. let somebody into that doubt. Yeah. Um, I am learning more about myself and I'm learning and I think we'll probably touch on this topic more later. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm learning that I'm more about transparency than Mm -hmm. I am about vulnerability. Can you Um, give me definitions of those words for people who I can give you my lay 23 year old (laughs) definitions of these words. Okay. With um, I think with transparency, I'm able to tell you about something that mm-hmm. either I have already resolved um, or that isn't as big of a deal to me. Mm-hmm. And I think we discussed this. It's sort of testing the waters, right? Sure, to see yeah. how the, yeah, to see how the person will react. Let me pause you right um, there. Um, the testing that Eva is speaking of is in the same book. Maybe this is just a huge book plug for spiritual friendship. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Welcome to what's in your cup. Go read a book. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right. He talks about the stages of friendship. Um, and he says, actually the first stage should be a testing to see if this person is worthy of the second stage, which is admittance into friendship. For those of you who are curious or who just don't like to read the third step is perfection of that friendship. But so, yeah, I guess within this testing phase that Eva is talking about is where we see transparency. What's vulnerability to you? Vulnerability to me is, um, well, the Latin root, right. Is a built like, you're allowing yourself, um, allowing somebody else, um, the ability to wound you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, that's like, that's letting, that's letting Eve into my doubts about our friendship because I'm really insecure about that mm-hmm. because I haven't reached a resolution about that because, yeah. um, because I'm a very prideful person and I don't like to admit, um, that, I'm feeling kind of pathetic. Yeah. You know? So human right there with you. Yeah. So vulnerability is saying, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm in, you can't see, (laughs) I'm in this ditch. Um, help. And I can't figure out. Whereas transparency for me or something 
that is easier to speak about is, hey, see that ditch over there? I was totally in that like I was in 20 minutes ago. Yeah. yeah, I was in it once. I see you're now in it, but I was there once. So mm-hmm. anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, and I guess like a quick analogy that I'll give um, that my friend has used a lot is like a fishbowl, right? Transparency is letting somebody see into mm-hmm. your fishbowl, um, whereas vulnerability is um, allowing somebody into your fishbowl, right? And that that yeah. Latin root, vulne, woundability. Vulnerability is like the woundability that you give somebody, um, right? It's the yeah. ability to wound you that you give somebody else. Um, and it is, it's, it's tricky because I could have come back and been like, Eva, I am so flattered, flattered that you consider mm-hmm. me to be one of your best friends. Thanks, I hate to man. say it is not mutual, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, oh man, right? Like that's vulnerability because that would have hurt. I assume, yeah. Um, Shiv to the heart. Mm, so uh, sorry. Good thing it's not true. <laughs> good thing we are mutual friends. That's wonderful. Here we go. Um, yeah, but um, something that has the reason that I wanted to start this podcast too was because I think that I have experienced um a unique like capacity and depth and vulnerability in our friendship um that I kind of wanted to touch on because when I was when I was in college I had a lot of like poor friendships and a lot of poor relationships Mm -hmm. and it was very much mutual faults you know I, I don't think that I was capable of it. And, um, I don't know if I knew that I wanted it. Um, Mm. I recently have been, I started going to counseling. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's been really great. And at one point there was a time in prayer Mm -hmm. and I was, I was thinking back on excuse me, this session where we had kind of, where we talked about um, how the love that we receive from others um, is sometimes their wounded loves, love and their wounds can hurt us, can wound Mm -hmm. us, Mm -hmm. right? And so she really pinpointed um, the fact that I had been like kind of trying to be vulnerable or I had been transparent maybe and Mm -hmm. I had been testing friendships Mm -hmm. and I had been rejected in ways that like maybe weren't as significant as um, if I was truly vulnerable, but they were still, um, they were still hurtful and they still made me believe something about myself. Mm -hmm. And so I was sitting in in adoration um, the same week after that session and I looked at these candles and I was praying and I was like trying to kind of enter into that more with Jesus and I saw these there were these three candles okay there was two that were very close and there was one that was like way on the other side and I thought oh my gosh I'm gonna turn this into a metaphor and I and and I did I did. did. (laughs) And so I thought back to my times um, when I was homeschooled and I wasn't. (laughs) Just give the people pause. Eva was homeschooled. (laughs) Continue. Thank you. Um, And my family wasn't as social as the other families were. So it always felt like other people 
were better friends than I was. Mm-hmm. So I was this like outsider who was so mm-hmm. like I I wanted so deeply to have a friend and to have mm-hmm. a best friend and whatever that meant. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to have that person. Mm-hmm. But I would always witness, you know, people pairing off. And I tried so hard to like infiltrate Mm -hmm. and I was never able to infiltrate as well as I wanted to. And I think that I really internalized that poor little like 10 year old Eva internalized that and was like, okay, well, I'm always going to be the outsider. Mm. And so without even realizing it, I think I really built these like walls. And I decided that I was going to own being the odd woman out. Goodness. Yeah. There's so so much in that. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Even as I'm talking about it now, I'm like, oh, shoot. (laughs) Well, yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, there's just so much in that one. Can I just give a plug for therapy? Um, Yeah. (laughs) I too am in therapy. Woohoo. I think half the world is in counseling and the other half the world needs to be. So Amen. (laughs) Mayhaps what you get from this first episode is a book recommendation and an encouragement to go find yourself a therapist. You can thank (laughs) me later. Um, But then also, like, right, what I'm hearing is this, like, inner wounded child and how we take on that identity and, like, aim to protect her, right? Like, what I hear in this actually is, like, a small wounded child, like, trying to protect herself from hurt again, which is very, I know, you're like, She's shying away. She's, like, covering her eyes. Um, Right? But, like, we have known that hurt. Um, And so, like, naturally, we are protecting ourselves from it again. But what happens Mm -hmm. in protecting ourselves from this hurt that we have known is we cause more hurts, right? Um, We shut ourselves down from trying to make new friends because we're afraid that rejection Mm -hmm. will hurt. But we realize that the hurt of having no friends, right, of not Mm -hmm. having that person, of not having a person to be vulnerable with is greater than the rejection. Right. And so now we're in this like lose, lose situation and we're like, everything sucks. (laughs) Um, and this, this is where I plug Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Seriously. There were so many times where, sorry to interrupt. There were so many times where I felt so alone. Um, and those times really were where, the Lord stepped in the most Mm -hmm. Um, or where I felt like he just ripped away all the people that I had thought that I was depending on, you know, who weren't truly dependable. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's when he interceded, you know? Yeah. Well, and it's beautiful. And I think Eva, I've told you this so many times, um, but it's, it's so cool to me. And we don't come to this realization by logic, but by like experience of like, Actually, if we want to have better relationships, better friendships, if we want to be closer to other people, we have to have a better relationship with the Lord and we have to draw closer to him. Right. And again, like this isn't something that like I have logically concluded, but it is like the greatest truth of my whole life. Right. Like the, the deepest desire of man is to be known and loved by God and others. But there's a reason that God comes first in that sentence. Right. Like as we draw near to him, like, Oh, and I think we can even see it in our friendships, right? Like, Mm -hmm. as we individually draw near to him, we come closer. Our friendship grows stronger. That vulnerability is easier. Um, Amen. And I don't know if there are people who listen to this or who are listening who aren't Catholic. Um, Mm -hmm. 
or Christian or like believing or people who are, but are just like doubting. Um, but yeah, I think that that rings so stinking true in my life and in our friendship. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think it, it really, um, destroys the space for anything else that we've talked about right like um insecurities <laughs> and like withdrawing right like yeah. it kind of actually just destroys the space for all of that um so i don't know if this has turned into this podcast i've decided has turned into so many things <laughs> um, maybe now just like a plug yeah. for a prayer life i don't know <laughs> prayer life uh book therapy um therapy yeah let's just talk about my therapy session more yeah <laughs> no yeah. Please, please go <laughs> yeah no yeah Something that she said that I think you were kind of getting to is that we don't, if we don't place our our identity in other people and we place our identity in Christ. And that was something that she continued mm-hmm. to like hound in me is like, who are you? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> Why am I here? What? Okay, I don't this know. Is where I, even what's your Enneagram type? I'm a type seven. Mm-hmm. I'm a type four. And you can see it big time right now. <laughs> like, the way that we gave this, I don't know. you're like, I don't know. And I'm like, I don't know. Don't, don't do this to me, okay? <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Anyway. I turn everything into a joke. She hands me the tissue box. And I'm like, oh, you bet your butt. I'm going to tweet about this later. Um, <laughs> She's not kidding. I'm, I'm not. But she, um, her she encouraged me to um embrace my identity as a daughter of Christ mm. but um even more she really emphasized that my prayer should be to ask the lord um who i truly am mm. um who he sees me and like t- to see myself the way that he sees me mm. the way that i truly am mm-hmm. right because i think that once we acknowledge our identity as um, daughters, as sons, as children of Christ, mm-hmm. um, we, there is no space for insecurity, yeah. like you said. And there, something that we talked about earlier is once we know Jesus, we know ourselves more. And so I think that when we enter in with other people, there is so much more to reveal and there is so mm-hmm. much more um capacity to receive there's such a great capacity to receive yeah i think yeah it feels it feels so like rudimentary or so just like elementary to be like mm-hmm. your identity as sons or daughters right but like yeah. there's a reason that we're coming back to this as 23 year olds right <laughs> like on a monday night it's because it's like it's so hard to believe and it's so gosh darn important yeah. um and that, like, capacity to receive, I guess my theology brain is just taking off now of, like, actually our capacity to receive becomes infinite because, like, as Christians, like, we become a little Christ, right? Christians. Yeah. Right? We become, like, yeah, there is no distinction. And Christ's capacity to receive is infinite mm-hmm. because he is God, right? And as we take right. on that form, our capacity can't help but become like his. It is who we are. Um Wow, I'm like hyping myself <laughs> up right now. Let's freaking go. Can you um, tell that we studied theology? Can you tell? <laughs> can you tell? That's amazing. But that's so beautiful. Well, it's just, it's so encouraging. I think I'm just like encouraged in my friendships <laughs> with you and like, with everyone else. I'm like, I'm not going to max out on, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And if I, think I like read in him, go ahead. Yeah. I think that's the fear. 
And I think mm-hmm. that I experienced that before this frustration when I didn't have, um, when I didn't have a prayer life, when I was finding my, my root in other people, mm-hmm. it was like, I remember talking to somebody about my frustration that I, my friend didn't have the same capacity for depth that I had. <laughs> Go off, Eva. This is the most <laughs> classic Eva thing I've ever heard. She just doesn't have the same capacity as me. Just, oh my god! I long for people. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I long for you to swim in my depths. Oh. <laughs> Come on, oh my gosh. get out of here. <laughs> I hate that. No, but but I think that it has something. It's more of a reflection of my own depth too. Mm. You know, maybe it was them. Um, but I think really it was me. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think maybe it goes back to even the circles of friendship too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and how there are some people who are in certain places and, and, and loving them well looks differently than other people. Yeah. So the circles Eva's talking about, um, is right. Like, I guess these like rings of friendship, um, that I've had a friend explain to me, um, and that I like see in my life of like, there's this inner circle who like, it actually just like breaks my heart to be apart from them for a weekend. Um, it just Mm -hmm. sucks. And then there's like this ring right outside that inner circle of like, I love doing life with these people. And when I have to say goodbye to them, it's going to hurt. Right. Mm -hmm. And then there's an outer ring, another outer ring, um, of people like I love sharing life with, um, for as long as we are in the same place. And then this last most outer ring is like, I am happy to see you um, when I see you. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm happy that our lives like coexist in the same space so that those opportunities are given to us. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and how I, we respond to each of those. Sorry. Um, just okay. going to put this thought out there. How we respond to each of those looks different because our responsibility to each of those relationships is different. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. What were you going to say, Eva? Um, I think personally, before I had heard about these rings of friendship, I felt so much guilt about people being on the outer ring Mm. um, because I thought that I needed to have everybody on the inner ring. And so there was so much peace when I realized that actually some people can stay there and that's okay. That's okay. That's normal. It's very human. Yeah. And some people are going to come into the ring further. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And that's that's awesome. And that's okay. And if they need to be kicked out of a ring, that's okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, I yeah, mean, I think even, there was a, sorry, I'm cutting I you think off there so was that. a lot of, <laughs> I think there was a lot of peace when I acknowledged that, um, there is freedoms that there's freedom that friendships can be as they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess if I may again, um, take it there, right? Like Jesus had the 72, but then he had the 12, mm-hmm. but then he actually like had the three, right? So like we see these rings modeled. It's not just this thing that they made up for ourselves yeah. to like feel better about like they're only being 24 hours in a day, right? It's actually, like, <laughs> yeah, it's actually this model that has like been set forth for us by the Lord himself, um, right? Yeah. Like he came to earth to model humanity perfected and that's how he did it. So that's how we ought to do it. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Eva, this has just turned into a great little theology <laughs> chat. On, I had zero intentions of being this yeah. spiritually wound up or this theological, um, especially what on a podcast about what's in your cup, what's in your cup. <laughs> Oh, my cup overfloweth, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> what isn't in my cup? 
capacity oh. is endless. I, oh, I I'm gonna go there. So yeah. um, I remember, I remember in high school, this teacher, um, she had a sink and she had a cup, and she said, "Hey, check it out. If I just have this empty cup, what am I supposed to give other people?" I was like, "I don't know the cup," and then um, she was self. like, <laughs> just relentlessly. So then she was like. If I put this cup under water and you see I fill it up and it starts to overflow. And she was talking about essentially, you know, to like sophomores or freshmen or whatever we were in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, when you're filled with Jesus Christ, then you your capacity to overflow to others comes so much more naturally. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can't give what you don't have. You can't give what you don't have. I just read yeah. a poem about that. Did you read it? Didn't think so. I skimmed it. (laughs) Friendship, Eva. (laughs) There are only 24 hours in a day, Eve. Aw, damn. Well, then. Alrighty. Well. (laughs) So. um, So anyways. Speaking of. Speaking of what's in your cup. Um. This has been What's in Your Cup with <laughs> Eve and Eva. And all, so I think that Eva and I have talked a lot about um, how to begin these episodes. We have mm-hmm. talked zero. We have given no, it approximately zero seconds of mm-hmm. um, how to end it. How to yeah, wrap we it have up. given that zero thought. So I guess if you have any ideas, you can tweet them to us at what, Eva? I don't I, Twitter scares mm-hmm. me. At what's in your cup underscore underscore it's a good one yeah um thank you mm-hmm. yeah find us over there continue the conversation over there um we want to hear what you're thinking what your thoughts are um yeah as great as it is to have this conversation with you eva um the, yeah, the point of this podcast better. is to invite others in and so twitter is really going to be mm-hmm. our platform um to converse with you all until Absolutely. next time Thanks for listening. Stay groovy. Maybe go pray a holy hour. (laughs) Or read a book. (laughs) Read a book in a holy hour. (laughs) Bye.